Good morning, all listeners. Welcome to episode 32. This is Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. You know, here's Boogie. And I'm the Baron. Boogie, it is Sunday, February 28th. Sunday, Monday, baby. 2021. Last day of February. Tomorrow is March 1st. March Madness is upon us. Madness. We've got some conference tournaments already started. Got a few games to talk about today. And we also got uh, to touch base on a few different topics. Let's start with our tidbits and topics section, as always, to start off episode 32. But first, I do want to let everybody know, with it being March, we are really going to ramp up the shows now. It is March. We got conference tournaments. We got March Madness. We are in the thick of the best time of the year, personally, for me and for you as well. And uh, ready to really maximize our profit this March. Uh, and hope we can make all of you some money along the way as well. Boogie. You know that's going to be what our main topic is, to make people a lot of money this month. That's it. It's Money March, baby. It's Money March. This is episode 32. Thank you all for listening. Boogie, we got some things to talk about. A lot has been going on around the sports world since the last time we touched base with our listeners. What do we got today? Yeah, Baron. Uh, first off, I just want to break off this news right here that uh, this week we are uh, very grateful to hear news uh, and happy to hear Tiger Woods uh, is actually recovering. It was a very, very severe car accident, one car accident that he had in California this uh, early week. And uh, we just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that he is uh, recovering after major surgeries. He was in critical condition. Um, it doesn't appear like he, uh, might be playing golf ever again, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there praying for him just to be able to walk. It was that severe. Um, you know, the crash took place a little after seven o'clock, uh, and on Monday and, uh, he was traveling at a high rate of speed, lost control of the vehicle before crossing the center of the divider. Um, he was transported to Harbor UCLA medical center by ambulance where he was treated for moderate, uh, moderate to critical injuries. Um, but uh, he is actually now in pretty good spirits as of last night. Um, there's the uh, WGC tournament that is going on today in Bradenton, Florida. They're honoring him today, huh? They are honoring him today. They are a couple of his fellow uh, golfers are playing out there in his uh, traditional – Sunday winning streak, uh, red shirt, black pants, Tiger-esque, and uh, we wish him all the best uh, because uh, there is life after sports, and we want to make sure that uh, everybody knows out there that we are all wishing him well. Yeah, I wish the goat well, man. A bad accident. They had to put a lot of screws and pins and and stuff in place for his uh, tibia and fibula areas. Um a lot, a lot went down in that accident, and uh, the fact that he got out alive is a blessing there. Probably looking at with his age, an eight to twelve month uh, recovery to get back to full strength, and then we will have to see. I think, um, I think if he plays golf again, that's amazing. It would be very, very amazing. Uh, I think Ben Hogan actually did come back once um, in some type of uh, severe manner. And actually proved people wrong, and I would not doubt him at all if he, if he ever uh, came back and played and, and won again. I would not doubt that. But uh, first off, just make sure he's he's okay. That's the main thing, man. We got to make sure Tiger is all right. So prayers to him and the family, and uh, hopefully he gets through this. And uh, well wishes once again to Tiger the Goat, uh, the Golf Goat. 
Um, severe car, car crash on Monday, like you said, and um, interested to see that uh, WGC tournament today of everyone wearing the red and the black for Tiger on Sunday as his uh, prototypical Sunday fit. Um, Boogs, there's also some other news out there in, in other sports too. Yes, and I do want to correct you, my friend. So it's not tidbits and topics I came up with. It's topics and tidbits. Oh, topics and tidbits. So the, to- <laughs> the topics parts first. <laughs> topics parts See, first. I had those flipped. It's not Baron and Boogie. It's Boogie and the Baron. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I got you. I got you. So okay. I don't know if you knew about this because this is something I actually was very surprised about myself. Um, but in the world of sports, there is, you know, I'm assuming it was due to COVID. Um, there was actually another college football game yesterday. Yeah. It is very important, though, to note this because this is in the FCS. Yeah. So it's a different division. The North Dakota State, number one ranked North Dakota State University, yeah. was upset 38-14 to by Southern Illinois to snap the wow. Bison's 39-game winning streak. Really? Did you know that Oklahoma actually has the best, uh, longest winning streak at 47 games? Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yes. Oklahoma... Uh, University of Oklahoma, actually, 47-game winning streak. So this Bison team was going after that record, and it was snapped. Um, you know, And so now, again, the rich get richer as Alabama takes over nation's longest college football winning streak with 14 games in the win column in a row. Yep. Uh, but, mm. yeah, this North Dakota State team had three straight FCS, FCS championships uh, and then now lost actually in a regular season game due to COVID. So they finally lost after all those games. That's Amazing. incredible. Amazing, right? Um, they, yeah, they're, they're really good. North Coast State had a quarterback named Trey Lance actually, who um, he's going to be in a, a first round draft pick this year. He is, I think, on Mel Kiper's big board, the third best quarterback prospect available. So interesting to see where he goes as he actually led that team to all three national championships amazing isn't it yeah unbelievable what you lose him and now you're out you know what's funny actually is is that this southern illinois team uh, also due to covid was uh, not even supposed to play this this season wow. against this team and, yeah. they're, and they're the ones that beat them and they're the ones that had beat them yeah. that is uh, pretty crazy it's amazing so we also have another topic and tidbit talking about the nba uh, we did mention last week uh, about the NBA's All-Star Game, which is going to be next Sunday. Um, unfortunately, there are some big NBA All-Star snubs uh, that I'd like to talk about. There are some snubs, and I, I like this portion of our of our show here because what I want to discuss here, too, because a lot of people get this misconstrued as well. When you talk about a snub, you have you can talk about the snubs, but then... We got to discuss who they would replace too. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's easy to point out snubs, but then we got to also look at the actual team and be like, you know, who are you putting this guy in over? Right. So I think that's kind of how we should approach it. Okay. So so we've got some notable snubs out there. We have a list, um, and obviously our list is uh, going to start with the most notable snub. It's got to be. Yes. So got who's it. our most notable star? You BBN. Shout out to BBN for this, my former Kentucky boy. Yes. Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns. The biggest snub right there. Biggest snub of the entire thing. And that is, I think, something easy for us to replace. So now, when we look at these all-star rosters, Boogie, 
you know, this is the probably the easiest person for him to replace, in my opinion. Um, Booker is actually now in because of injuries. Uh, same thing with Demonis Sabonis, also plugged in by Commissioner Adam Silver. Very true. This is the second year in a row that Devin Booker was not selected, but he gets put in the game because of injury, which is ridiculous. Average of 25 points a game and leading the Suns in the, they're the fourth seed. My personal opinion, I think Booker should have gotten in probably over Chris Paul. Absolutely. you know. And if I were to guess, because you got Zion out there, obviously yep. he's having a big year. You got Spider Mitchell, Dame Lillard, which a lot of people, and myself included, think Dame Lillard should have been a starter. Dame Dollar definitely should have been a starter, absolutely. There was a lot of talk about why Luca was over Dame Dollar. Now, Luca's been having a fantastic season as well. Um, Same with Steph, Braun. um, You know, these all star teams are loaded, but. I could definitely have seen uh, Devin Booker getting selected over Chris Paul, but now with the uh, with the injuries, uh, Devin Booker will get to play in the game next week. He slides. Yeah. Same thing with Sabonis because KD is actually not going to play in the game, and uh, he's got a hamstring. Sabonis issue. is another person worth noting of the snubbing. Yes. Um, don't really know. I mean. Who he could have replaced, but Julius Randle for your Knicks? Yeah, uh, he, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, no, I'm just saying he's having a good year. Yeah, he's having a good good year. Twenty three points a game. He's, but, very, he's uh, very productive. I you mean, know. is Sabonis better than him? You think? I, I think I think actually he is. I think he is. Sabonis is having a great great year, and he I is. think that he actually should have been in over Randall for sure. Yeah, and then you have well, who else on that list? You have Mike Conley on that list. Mike as well, Conley right? from the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz are having just an awesome awesome season right now yeah. with the best record in the league right now. Um, he's averaging twenty points a game, four rebounds, six point nine assists. He's having a year. True shooting at fifty nine point four percent right now. I mean, come on. Yeah. Guy is actually having a great season, yeah. um, you know, and I think definitely as a as a player from that special jazz year that he's having right now, he definitely should have been in. Yeah, I agree with that as well. And then I think we also have Bam. You Bam's do. You got list. Bam, Bam, Bam out of bio from the Heat. Maybe even Jimmy Butler. They're so that Heat team's so team oriented. It's tough to get all stars out of that squad because they they're so evenly uh, contributing. Yep. So they're taking kind of votes away from them. I feel like maybe that's probably what happened there. But definitely, Bam having a great year again. Yeah. Yes. And uh, with this upstart Heat team from last year. I agree. Side note on uh, Sabonis. Um, first player in NBA history to average 20, 10, and 5 and not make the All-Star team. There you go. So that's ultimate snubbing right Can there. Can you say bias? Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, and, and out of that list, I honestly think Sabone, the, I think Co- Commissioner Silver, who has done an awesome job since taking over, by the way. Yes, he has. Um, he made the right decision here by subbing those guys in because of injury. Um, there will be a draft. Braun and Kevin Durant, as always, they're going to draft their teams. Um, interested to see how that all transpired as they no longer do the East versus West. Right. It's Mixing now, it up a little bit. Yeah, it's now a draft. Well, to see the format, last year was really fun. How Remember, they had three quarters, and then the fourth right. quarter, once it got to a Kobe. certain point, they got yeah they got to a, a target score, um, and that was how they did it. And They're that, doing it again. They're doing the same thing? They're doing that it That is actually... That was actually the most fun I've ever had watching an NBA All-Star team because that, that last like five, ten minutes of that game was competitive. Yep. They so actually played. That's in honor of Kobe Bryant. So uh, we will be uh, looking forward to seeing another competitive All-Star game mm-hmm. next weekend. And uh, that is uh, 
what I got to say about the NBA. We've got some hockey news as well uh, out here in Vegas. Yeah. They're going to be allowing some fans. Yes. So uh, we've got the T-Mobile Arena, and we've got that uh, being allowed to now go ahead and have fans in uh, the games with the Knights playing here at home. Uh, we will be seeing, a believe, a 2,200 fans allowed in the, in the arena uh-huh. uh, to see our Knights play. So that's going to be some real fun news. Uh, man, tickets probably going to be going real high for that, I bet. Yeah, hopefully we can get some. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. I hope so. Boogie and the Baron at the T-Mobile uh, Arena. I would like to. I would like to go there and uh, maybe bet them. That and would then be just nice. Win the, uh, win the money back, or it's double the ticket. That's right. That's I think right. we can get hooked up somewhere and get some tickets. That'd be nice. <laughs> they're, uh, they're they're twelve. They're twelve four and one this year. Yeah, they are awesome. Um, Twenty five points, leading that Western Division over Minnesota and St. Louis. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs actually have the most points in the NHL, 34, mm-hmm. leading the North Division. Yep. Uh, leading the East is the Capitals, and leading the Centrals is defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. NHL is in full swing. we got the playoffs coming up yep. uh, here in a couple months. So we mentioned also last week about the outdoor stadium of yeah. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Got a question for you. What's up? The NHL did another outdoor weekend event, such as one at Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Where would you most like to see it played? Man. Got to be biased, man. It's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Yeah, man. Pittsburgh. Man, we got Pittsburgh. Nice, we got a nice ice skating rink, man. It's cold. It's nice. What about some like nice destination like the Grand Canyon? Okay, all right. Or Yellowstone Park. Grand Canyon's not far from here, and yeah. Yellowstone isn't either. We gotta, yeah, we got to think bigger out here. You're right because then you can you have that uh, the backdrop, the backdrop. Of, of how it would look would exactly. be a lot cooler. Now you're getting to that point. That's what I was trying. I to like do. okay. I like that. I like okay. that. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that. We got to get in touch with the NHL commissioner and have him make that happen. Yeah, Gary Bettman, where are you at? Gary Bettman, and we're gonna get tickets to that too. <laughs> So another uh, another uh, thing we were talking about a little bit was uh, the baseball news. Uh, yes. We got spring training starting this week. We do. Um, who is your leading candidate for uh, to win in the World Series this year? Gotta go. Um, gotta go. Dodgers repeat, man. At Dodgers this point, repeat, huh? Dodgers repeat. At this point, I like what the Padres have done. I think they'll be competitive. Your Yankees. Yeah. Your Yankees are due. So I'm glad you brought the Yankees up. I didn't even ask for you to do that. Uh, yeah. There's been a lot of concern right now, and they are actually uh, handling it in-house, but it became public notification, and and uh, we are just going to hopefully just hope for the best with that Yankee team. Uh, they had concerns over Domingo Herman coming back to the team after yeah. his 81-game suspension yeah. for domestic violence abuse. Um, a lot has, of his teammates have been concerned. Uh, he has been trying to make amends. He's been talking each to each individual teammate. Um, but uh, hopefully that will not kill the clubhouse vibe this year. Uh, he Herman had a great year. 18 wins two point. years ago. I'm telling you, he was... Uh, he was on the upswing of, um, you know, of everything. So we'll see how, how that goes. Adding him back to that rotation would be huge for the Yankees. He'd be a fifth starter. He'd be their number five. The Yankees might win the, win the so thing. So if he can come back and, and play well and, and show that he's changed, I think that that's actually going to be a really good thing for the Yankees pitching staff. 
I agree. Opening day, uh, just so you know, books too, April 1st is opening day of baseball. April 1st on, actually falls on a Thursday, which um, which is good because we'll, cause we'll have the final four that weekend as well. So we can kind of do a, uh, a final four slash baseball preview episode at that point. Love it. Very exciting. Love it. And a side note, I'll tell you who's not going to win the World Series is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, no, they are a AAA Major League Baseball. 58 win total is the lowest win total for any franchise in the MLB since the 1993 Florida Marlins, which was their expansion season. Bet the under. Under 58 wins. The Pittsburgh Pirates are going to go 42 and 120. They just keep giving away their star players. All the time, bro. All the time. Yeah. Um, we got to dive into some college hoops, too, as we have a, a game starting here in a few minutes. So uh, there's some college hoops uh, topics and tidbits as well. Okay, I'm glad as you got we, that right. As we dive into um, a lot of action and a lot of things going on on college hoops. Yes, yes, yes. We are waiting for uh, March Madness, but we still got some games to talk about. Yes. Uh, that 9 o'clock game today is Villanova against Butler. Yeah, Villanova, Butler, and uh, you're on Nova in that one, huh? I am on Nova on that one. You know, they took a big loss to Creighton. I think it's going to fire them up. Mm-hmm. I think it woke them up. And I think that laying the 12 today over Butler on the road, um, I see them start to finish in double digits. Yeah, I like the over in that game, 131. Nova can score. They score 78 again. Jay Wright has his team at 15-3, and 10-2 in the Big East, and 8th in the country. So Villanova, one of the better teams in the country. They play tonight, um, or this morning, sorry, in a couple minutes. Uh, I look for them to actually go on the road and beat a Butler team that's 8-13, and 13, not going anywhere this year. Butler's actually down. So that's going to be the game that's transpiring here in a few minutes. Um, before we dig into the rest of these games, books, we have the uh, small school conference tournaments have began. Yes, they three, have. Uh, three conference tournaments have started already. The Big South, the America East, and the Horizon League. So three auto bids underway for chasing. We will actually have two America East tournament games today as Hartford takes on Albany and New Hampshire takes on UMass Lowell. And I like the under in both those games. Do you? Yeah. What's the total in that one, Baron? New Hampshire, UMass Lowell is 138. And uh, Hartford and Albany is 133. Uh, Just a couple of free small school plays just to give out. What's the line in that Albany game? Albany is minus one against Hartford. You know, I actually uh, liked Albany yesterday. Um, I'm thinking Albany might win that game. Albany again? Yeah. Albany minus one, the five seed over Hartford. So Albany in the under. Yes. Albany in the other free two-teamer on Boogie and the Baron out of the America East. Um, We have the small school conference tournaments all tipping off this week. And then the following week is going to be the big school conference tournaments. Selection Sunday, two weeks from today. On Sunday the 14th, we will have a podcast to preview that Selection Sunday. Can't wait. And potentially, potentially pick a national champion. Um, just a couple of uh, games from yesterday that of significance. Baylor lost their first game. I called that one. Yep. To uh, a- Kansas really just dominated that mm-hmm. team. I think that pause actually has kind of hurt them. 
Um, it didn't before earlier, but now they're coming down the stretch. Yes. They're starting to play a little bit more tougher teams. Yeah. Teams that get a little bit more desperate with conference play ending. Yep. Um, and this Kansas team is starting to catch some fire. Yeah, I agree 100%. So Kansas upsets Baylor. Baylor's first loss of the season. Michigan might jump Baylor now since Michigan's been red hot. Michigan, That's my team right there, the Wolverines, baby. I think Michigan will get up to that two line, uh, the number two seed, or number two team in the country. Anyway, Gonzaga staying perfect. Yeah, but they did not cover the 25 that I actually called them over there yesterday at LMU. They actually they lay way too many points every game. It's so hard to even lay, lay with them because that's... The, the amount of points. I mean, they were, they were definitely San Diego the other day, like 33-point Yeah, favorites. it's just crazy. Illinois beats Wisconsin. Alabama takes care of business. Cade Cunningham from Oak State at 40 yesterday. Yeah, he put in some buckets. To go on the road, and I don't know if you knew this one, and actually, I don't, you do know this one. Oklahoma State was actually uh, battling back and forth uh, with the NCAA to try to get in the tournament, and I believe they won that. So I think yes. Cade Cunningham will see him in March Madness. That would be good for him. As Oklahoma State is 16-6, and 9-6 and six in the Big 12, so we will get to see the best player in the country and number one draft pick in the tournament. My West Virginia Mountaineers looking good too, baby. 17 yeah. and 6, 10 and 4 in the Big 12, a 22 point home win over Kansas State. That was a nice win for them. Dubby's on the uptick. Your Tar Heels took care of business, yeah. defeating Florida State at home 78. I mean, they actually had a, a big uh, deficit in that game. They were down 17 in the first half. Roy Williams, 900th career win. Yes, I'm glad you said that because Coach Williams does definitely deserve a shout-out for number 900 in his winning career. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's got 400-plus with Kansas, 400-plus with North Carolina. Great uh, win for that uh, team. Yeah, great, great, great win for Carolina. So we have a lot, um, not a lot on tap today. There's a couple games to mention. You got Memphis and Cincinnati. You've got uh, Michigan State, who is red hot and actually barking up the. that bubble ladder um, right now in the last four in category as they have a big game on the road at Maryland today. Yes, I really have not been on this team. Michigan State's just been on a down year. Uh, Tom Izzo, again, was on his uh, lifelines for the worst uh, season that he has ever had before. He's actually starting to get this team going again. Um, I'm still not a fan favorite of uh, watching this team. They're just always playing good defense, though. Um Actually, for today, though, at the road, at Maryland, I like them, plus the three. Izzo has his team believing. I'll take the points. He's playing well. They've actually won a good bit in a row. They are, like I said, 7-9 in the Big Ten. Usually, with especially with how good the Big Ten is, yeah. If you best conference in the in the in the league, if you can go five hundred in Big Ten play, I think you deserve a chance to win the national title, especially Absolutely. with how good that is. Um, you know, Memphis and Cincy will be a good game too. Kind of like Cincy as the home dog. I think we're on the same same deal there. As yeah, that. Cincinnati actually started off, I believe, uh, three uh, three and seven, three yeah. and ten, something like that. Um, they're six and one. Their last seven playing better. Yeah. I'll take the plus four and a half on. Home. Yeah, I'm with that as well. And then uh, you have Iowa and Ohio State. So actually. probably best game of the day. Best game of the day. Number nine, Iowa. Jack Nunn, sixth man. Um, probably the best sixth man in the country, to be honest with you. Out for the season, tore ACL. So Iowa will be a man down. Traveling on the road to take on Ohio State. Ohio State, number four in the country at 18-6. and 12-6 and six in Big Ten play. Fantastic season out of them. They're coming off a loss to Michigan State. Now they host Iowa today. Should be a banger. So Michigan and then Michigan State. Ohio State has lost back-to-back games. Yeah. 
They will not uh, lose another game uh, for the third yeah. game in a row here. Yeah. And I'm looking at Ohio State minus the three over Iowa. I think they're just too much for them. I'm taking Ohio State minus three. Like that to be a high scoring game. I like to over in that game myself. 156. Iowa averages 85 a game. Ohio State averages 78, and they're both given up in the 70s. So yeah. I like a high scoring affair there to push over the, that 156 mark. Um, there are a couple other games that we'll touch on real quick. USF at Houston, your Houston Cougars. Another sleeper team in this tournament coming up. Boogie. Yeah, this team's going to be really good in the tournament, I think. I think they're preparing themselves to have a really deep tournament run. Uh, Quentin Grimes and company will definitely have uh, something to say for uh, those big boys out there in the Power Five. I agree 100%. Um, Quentin Grimes, Marcus Sasser, they got, they got a good squad down there. They're laying 19 today against a bad South Florida team. Um, Pitt and NC State in an ACC matchup. Uh, Pitt's nine and nine. NC State's eleven and nine. And then our last game of the evening is going to be uh, out of the Mountain West. Yeah, Mountain uh, West. Utah State, Nevada. Nevada yeah. on the road. Yeah, Nevada at Utah State. Uh, Utah State's twelve and four in the Mountain West this year. Mountain West tournament set next week here in Vegas. Um, Utah State. Colorado State, the two favorites to win that tournament, as well as Boise State, is also yeah. having a good year, yeah, too. Yeah, Boise State's a pretty good year. Nevada's actually catching eight today. I kind of like them. Um, I think it'll be a, a pretty decent game. Yeah. I think Nevada can keep it close and catch in the eight. I think Utah State uh, probably uh, not uh, favored uh, as high as they should be on, on that one there. I agree, and I forgot to mention a team, too. San Diego State, actually, uh, the number one team in the Mountain West right now, 13-3 and three in conference. So those four teams there, San Diego State, Colorado State, Utah State, Boise State, the four best teams right now in the Mountain West. UNLV's 8-8, eight and eight, middle of the road. But, hey, conference tournament season, March Madness, this is where the magic's made. Uh, the magic is made. Thomas and Max Center will host. Um, mm-hmm. Fans, I believe, can attend, but it's going to be small. Very, very small. COVID safe, just trying to keep everybody out there safe, you know, uh, trying to bring some of the uh, the action back to the sports arena fa- uh, fan base and see what happens. Yeah, as long as they don't cancel the tournament again this year, I'll be a happy camper, but I don't think this tournament this year is going anywhere because COVID is on its way out, bro. Yeah, and, and they actually did just come up with some new rules, uh, which we will explain in our next pod, but uh, just know that... One of the main things that they're going to be uh, talking about is is once that tar- tournament starts, if a team gets uh, COVID or they are any trace of pan- the pandemic with them, they will be out of the tournament, but they will not be putting anybody in the tournament. Got it. All right. Well, we will um, we will touch base on that as uh, time goes on. Hopefully, we have a nice, easy, smooth tournament with no COVID distractions and. We can move forward with our lives as COVID, like I said, is on its way out. I think uh, the worst things were, like we discussed before, things were going to get worse before they got better, and I think they're finally getting better. I agree. Um, Speaking of better. Oh, my goodness. The word. You said it. We're a couple of betters, and it's time for our best bet of the day. Blockbuster. Boogie's Blockbuster Best Best Bet. bet. And I, I already have a feeling of where you're going. Because you? you go with them every Sunday, <laughs> and they cover every Sunday. Hey, you know what it is? It's Sunday fun day, baby. Sunday fun day, baby. Tell them, Boogie, what we got. We got the number 12 Houston Cougars, baby. Quentin Grimes and company will lock down the Bulls. 
Defense, defense, defense always wins. Minus 19, lay the points. They're going to win by 20 plus. Easy. Go to the window. That's it. Boogie, probably a 30 point win there. Houston laying 19 to South Florida. Gotta go towards a total on this one today. I don't really like too many sides. I am with you on Houston, but I gotta go over in uh, Iowa and Ohio State. It's sitting at 156. The last time these two teams played, they got into the 160s. I look for a high scoring affair, up and down game. Um, give me the over 156. You heard it here first, everybody. Houston laying 19. Let's go, baby. Over Let's one, go. Over 156 in Iowa and Ohio State. That's a wrap for episode 32. We'll talk to everybody this coming week. Like I said, with March coming around, we're going to be visiting you guys more than we have been. Uh, we're going to lock in. March Madness is right around the corner. That's a wrap, baby. Bear have a out. great weekend, everybody. Boogie out.